Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly, but that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. dance. Welcome back to the bar with your favorite bitch aunts. It's Christy, bitch number one. And Kelly, bitch number two. Kelly, I have to bias those shirts on Bourbon Street. What ones? The ones that say bitch number one and bitch number two. Bitch number one. Yes, I've been waiting for them for like, what, a year and a half now? Two years? Yeah, but they're not that cute because they look like thing one and thing two. I feel like we could do better. Oh, we could definitely make something better, but they would be cute for in the meantime. They'd be cute for us just to record it sometimes. Yeah. If you don't have an outfit. Get them for us for our anniversary. Yes. So many people have so many cute ideas for that. And we'll do like episode of that and we'll wear them. Okay. That's cute. Remember when we um, got those (laughs) orange jail jumpsuits? I don't think I've ever shared that picture yet on Patreon. Maybe I, I think should. I I've posted that on Instagram before, I think. I think for your birthday or something. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know me, I don't have very many pictures, so <laughs> I posted that. That was funny. I kept those for months because we hadn't seen each other forever. And I was yeah. like, I have a gift for you. I actually <laughs> think Jay Vaughn wore that for Halloween like two years ago or something. Really? Yeah. Was Paige the cop, the sexy cop? I don't remember. I just remember him in that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it came in handy. I'm glad you saved it. Yes. Of course I saved it. (laughs) Yeah. People were a little offended when we wore those. But you know what? Oh, God. It was funny. People are offended no matter what we do. Exactly. People just need to chill out. Yeah. Like not everything is uh, offensive. Some things are just funny. We're just funny. At least in our eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Might not be in anybody else's, but it's funny in our eyes. Oh, I fucking howl when you start texting me when you're tipsy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm telling you, nobody can see our texts. Ever. Ever. Burner phones. Burners. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm. What you drinking? I'm drinking a high noon. Oh, it's that pink? Yeah. It's the black cherry one. I guess I've never seen them out of the can. Most people just drink them out of the can. I do, but it's hard to drink it while I'm talking. So I just stuck it in a glass. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am drinking something that I'm not really crazy about. I saw it on the TV. Hoda and Jenner or something like that. One of the TV shows. And it's a... Cody de Roses or something. Oh, yeah. You don't like it? No. But the reason I bought it is because they were saying on there, like, the lid is, like, kind of like a, uh-huh. like, you can re-add it. And then the bottom is a rose. Yeah, it's pretty. So they said to take the label off and use it, like, for your olive oil or just to serve oh. water at dinner. And I thought, oh, that's so cute. 
So I bought the bottle for that, but I'm not crazy about the drink. I've had that. It's a rosé. I've had it a few times because I like a Provence rosé, yeah. but I didn't realize that that's what the bottle was. So I'll get another one and keep it. That's cute. Yeah. It's a flower on the bottom. And I thought, oh, that'll be cute. Like just to set my olive oil in or, yeah. or even just to put water in it. Cause I don't drink water ever. I need I to start drinking more water. Maybe if it looks cute and that I'll keep pouring myself some. You could put it next to your bed. Mm-hmm. You could have it before bed. Okay, I have a question. I know you go out at night, and I know we have a very long episode to get to, but what time do you go to bed? Why? Because <laughs> I was, like, in my bed yesterday at, like, 6 o'clock. Oh, my God. No, I don't get to bed until, like, midnight. <laughs> but don't you lay there? Is it just me? I lay on my couch. Yeah. I just, I was reading a book, and it was pouring down rain, and it was really dark, and I just had some bullshit go on yesterday so I'm like I'm gonna lay here and then I looked at the clock I'm like it's fucking six o'clock I'm like in your bed (laughs) (laughs) you're getting old for sure it's not great though sometimes you just need it yeah I always just stay up and watch I like binge watch shit Mm. and then it's like I'm in the middle of it so like last night I'm like oh I'll watch one more episode and then it's like I'm halfway falling asleep it's like after midnight and I'm like I need to go to bed but like I wanted to finish the episode you know yeah were you watching anything good I'm watching um, Life Sentence. Never even heard of it. Lucy Hale's in it. Oh. It's not too bad. I mean, I like her. Yeah. Just because of the girls. Yeah. Yeah, she's good in it. I like it. I'm actually going to see Annie next week. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, Annie introduced us to Lucy. Yeah. Well, not me. Right, you were in jail jail at the time. (laughs) (laughs) But unfortunately, I missed that invite. I cannot. I can't. Well, okay. We have lots to talk about in this episode, but before we do, I do need to thank our patrons because we're actually creeping through the 30s, like the 30 pages. (laughs) So I'm going to try to get through a couple of them. So maybe at some point we'll actually get to the end. I don't know if we will, but I'm going to try. Okay. Uh, These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and subscribed to our Patreon channel where they get access to exclusive Patreon content, like our after party video, never before seen pictures. Like I am going to post that crime pic today (laughs) in case you've never seen it. Just, Just fun things are over there. So if you are a stan, that is the place to go. So let's thank Elizabeth, Autumn, Ashley, Tiffany, Ellie, Olivia, Yaslin, Sella, Kayla, Megan, Maddie, Jenna, Leah, Emma, Madison, Mackenzie, Mia, Sabrina, Donna, Jake, Cold, Madison, Dylan, Lily, Rebecca, Wren, Lily, Nikki, Lola, Sky, KD, Aaron, Kim, River, Ashlyn, Stephanie, Megan, Franziska, Ella, Emily, Elizabeth, Maria, Chica, Stevie, McLaurin, Tanya, Arissa, Brianne, Carrie Ann, Alex, and Liz, Kay, Rhea, Caitlin, Brenda, Miguel, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's written really funny. Uh, Regina, Mia, Kat, Alexa, Ayana, Kiwi, Lucy, Jade, Cass, Kina, Jupi, Mallory, Hannah, Kennedy, Vala, Annie, Olivia, Ashley, Martin, Erica, Onomatopoeia, Josie, A, Hadley, Samantha, Harriet, Lexi, Sarah, Grace, Whitney, Andy, Livy, Sarah, Fionn, Sydney, Sydney, Riley, Vanessa, Evan, Brianna, Angel, Samaria, Morvin, Emma, Shannon, Aubrey, Gabriella, McKenna, Megan, Candice, Gianna, Brianna, Courtney, Morgan, Ren, Ian, Nikita, Natalia, Jaspa, Sophie, 
Aaron, Maylee, Corey, Sydney, Jewel, Joy, Rhiannon, Vesley, Sarah, Madeline, Jesse, Daya, Cassidy, Logan, McKenna, and Lauren. Thanks, guys. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, some of those names. There's a ton of them. And some of those names were hard this week. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm like, <laughs> but oh, I wasn't reading them. I'm going to butcher your name. Sorry <laughs> about that. But thanks, guys. We're getting there. Thank you. We love all of you. Well, we already know what we're drinking. So we've already, we've, we've done it. We're past some of our housekeeping. We're amazing. I know. So I'm recapping this week's episode. And I have to say... It's not all that bad. Yeah, because you ain't in it. I know. That's why I like it. You're an ass. I love it. So this is a little bit of foreshadowing of what it's going to be like once we leave the show. Loved it. We can just talk shit on people and not be embarrassed. Yeah, I like it way better without us on there. I know, but I would think a lot of people would like us on it, Cal. I bet. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about it. So this is season three, episode seven, and it's called Rotten to the Core. From what I understand, uh, just from what I remember, there was a week break between filming six and seven because I think it was Thanksgiving. Oh. I think we had Thanksgiving in between. And then Abby had a master class in Canada. And I think some of the kids were there, not our kids, but other kids. Yeah, so I'm almost sure that we had like a week off for Thanksgiving. My goodness, it's amazing. We had a week off for Thanksgiving. We should be very thankful. Amen. I mean, do you remember? I can remember, and I know we've talked about this, sitting in the airport on December 23rd and thinking, how are we going to make Christmas happen? Yeah, the 23rd is Brandy's birthday. So I have yep. his birthday, then Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And we had like no shopping done. And even if we did shopping online, like our wrapping wasn't done. Our food, we didn't have any food. Mm-mm. Yeah. And our kids were little. So it was still Christmas, you know, like yeah. you still wanted to have that magic of the morning you wake up in the morning everything's under the tree and And i know that you're like me where you tend to be a little over the top with things so you Um, want it to be beautiful and perfect and you want the cookies made and i used to be that way and then i've changed since i was on the show so weird (laughs) like now i'm just like my wrapping paper had to be perfect now i'm Mm -hmm. just slapping that shit on there i'm like as long as it's covered it's good well you know I did myself the biggest favor ever when my kids were little. I told them, best thing I ever did. I said, mommy's presents are always wrapped very beautifully because I liked everything to be perfect. But I said, you know, those elves are just messy. I was like, (laughs) elves are messy. So all of Santa's presents were just like thrown together. Like they were barely folded. It was just like a big pile of shit. I'm like, elves are messy. Best thing I ever did. Yeah. Because I didn't have to be all perfect about it. So if anybody wants to steal that, that is a pro tip for you. There you go. I should have stole that. I'm going to steal that from my grandkids. Absolutely. <laughs> Although I'll probably have time to wrap them all pretty by <laughs> Like when my kids came here last Christmas, it was like I had bows, handmade bows on all mm-hmm. of them and everything. But I have time now. Right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So I'm surprised we did have this week off, but we did. And uh, the show opens a little unusually because they you get to see you guys in the dancer's den. Jill and Kendall arrive first and then Holly and Nia. And then you guys walk past the front desk and Abby's like, Brooke, you drive all the way here and you can't get your hair in a bun? <laughs> but little does Abby know what all we're doing on the ride. There. Oh, yeah. I mean, my kids are literally changing their clothes into mm-hmm. their 
dance wear in the car, shoveling food down their throat in the car. Doing their homework. If doing homework, like it's only a 20 minute ride. Like I don't know how much time you think they have. Well, how many pairs of underwear have you found under a seat in your car? It's gross. <laughs> That's so disgusting. I know, but our kids would change. And they had to. And Brooke posted something a couple years ago on her Instagram and she's like, shout out to dance for teaching me how to change in a car. And I was like, absolutely. How many, did you leave your undies under the seat? Because <laughs> our kids used to leave them all the time. Yeah. It would be like at the end of the week, let's go through and uh, gather up all the undies so I could do the laundry. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's to anybody who has a dancer knows that because you can't wear underwear under a leotard tights. I mean, he's not at our studio. You can, but we weren't allowed. Yeah. No, no, no. no. And Kelly doesn't wear underwear. So, you know. No, because I danced my whole life. Yeah. Look at that. That's an Abbey life lesson. See? Yeah. Is there a little guy sitting on top of your TV? Yeah, it's a little frog. I thought so. His little leg hangs on. (laughs) Yeah. It's a little frog. (laughs) That's He's cute. cute. Oh. All right. So now when you roll into the dancer's den, I'd like to point out that you roll in with a cup of coffee. Like you're not even yeah. fucking messing around. <laughs> you come in with cup in yeah. hand and you guys are like, where's Christy? And you say, I think that uh, she's mad at me because you said something about Chloe dropping her hat at last week's competition. What did I say? I don't remember. Yeah. Because you brought that up a couple of times and I'm like, I don't remember you saying anything. Yeah. But if I would have said something, they 100% would have shown it. Of course. So I don't even know that I said anything. Well, you always remember things. So I'm like, well, maybe you would remember, but I, I don't remember. I don't either. The only thing that could have been is if you and I were talking off camera and you were like, well, why did you get upset? She did drop her hat. And I mean, I, I could see me saying that. I mean, but not meaning it meanly, but. But I don't think I would have, that wouldn't have pissed me off. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, that's the shit we used to say to each other all the time. It's a fact. Her hat did fall off. Yeah. I don't know. That I don't remember. And I know everyone is dying to know, like, the tea about this fight, which obviously next episode we're going to talk about that more because that's when we bring it up. But I'm afraid to say, I don't know if I remember all that much. But I don't either. I remember parts of it. I think they made it out to be so much more than it was. And I know we made up before we made up on camera. Yeah. We'll get to it whenever you say something to me on here. Okay. You say like, oh, well, I always call you back. Like you always were there for me. Do I even say that in this episode? Because I'm not in this episode. Is that the preview? Maybe it's the preview. Yeah, I think it's the preview. So we'll get to that when it whenever yeah. it's said. Yeah. Okay, so the moms, you guys are all discussing how if that's why I'm mad, that would be crazy because somebody messes up the group dance every week. And we know that. Yeah. And then Holly points out that I've never left before. And then you go, maybe you'll have a spot on the pyramid, Brooke. <laughs> Here's the hope, and right, yeah, gotta have some kind of hope, yeah. And then Paige goes, Maybe I, I should take out everybody in the group, <laughs> <laughs> then we might be on the top. <laughs> Maybe. Don't, Maybe she would still find a way to put you at the bottom, exactly. Yeah, she'd be like, Uh, sorry, we can't have a pyramid, we're not doing it this week, yeah. And then Paige says, I don't want to dance without Chloe. Oh, that was so cute. I don't have my 20, 20 powers. powers, yeah, that was sweet. And then I wondered, I kind of laughed at that a little bit because you kind of saw Melissa like when Paige said that. And I was like, I don't know if they cut that in or if she really did react like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. You never know with that. No. So I was going to call her out on that, but I'm like, yeah, they probably cut that in. Uh, so now you guys go into the studio. Uh, Abby calls you in. You guys aren't wearing your shoes. 
And Abby's like, last week you walked in here and you were losers, fourth place. Today you're winners. You walk in here like, woo, we won. I'm pretty sure the girls just walked in. Yeah. <laughs> but God forbid they would be happy they won. I know. Then Abby starts yelling at the girls for only beating candy apples by a tenth of a point. Because nothing is good enough. I mean, we beat them. Right. She's like, well, at least beat them by one point. Well, we beat them. Yeah, I don't want it. She goes, I don't want it. I want you to be 30, 20, or 10 points, or for goodness sake, one whole point. Can we be one whole point above the next group? And I'm like, why is this woman never happy? I have no idea. But if, say, Maddie had beat Chloe at Nationals by a tenth of a point, she would have been like, tenth of a point a tenth of a point. Second to the exactly. first to lose. She's still lost. Yeah. Yep. Let's drink for contradictions. Okay. Mm-hmm. This yucky stuff. Wow, cute bottle though. I'm gonna go get one today. It is cute. It's cheap too. It was like fifteen dollars maybe. Mm-hmm. So then you go, Abby. Do you know where Christy and Chloe? You know they are? told me to say absolutely. That. You can tell just by the way I say it. <laughs> I wrote. Do ask you know if. where Christy and Chloe are? And then she goes, "I'm dealing with that." But the one thing is, is and I, and I'm saying that they probably told me to say that is because. When any time that we walked in and one of the kids were gone, that was the first thing Abby brought up. Yeah. Oh, I see like Brooke and Chloe in here or whatever. Uh-huh. The fact that she didn't say anything was why I had to bring it up. Sure. Of course. Because she doesn't want to, at that point, and you'll see next when we come back, she won't even say Chloe's name. She hated us and was so pissed that we were still on that show that she tried to undermine in any way, shape, or form she could. So she's like, if they're not here, I'm not saying their name. Which I would like to point out. Abby did not suspend us, okay? Well, I say that all the time, like, on, on the things. It's usually because of a contract or mm-hmm. because we didn't want to be there or we had something else to do or never did Abby no. really have the authority to do no. that. No, And when she said she's dealing with me, I promise you I did not speak to that woman one time the entire time I was gone. It, Abby did not suspend me. She did not have that power. She did not suspend me. And when she goes on and on about me throughout this episode, every time she says it, I want to scream through the TV like, you did not suspend me. Do you see my face every time she says something? I'm kind of like, uh, no, because you didn't. I mean, I can tell you what really happened. But I mean, everybody's like, tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got in trouble with the higher ups because I went like this to the camera. I like stiff armed the camera in the hallway as you were yelling at as I was yelling. (laughs) I I pushed the camera away from me and you're not allowed to do that on TV, like on a reality show. You're not allowed to do that. So I was in trouble. You bad girl. Eddie's mom was mad at me, too. (laughs) Remember I told you Eddie's mom. Eddie wasn't mad at me, but his mom likes me now. So we're fine. Okay. But yeah, you're not allowed to put your hands on the camera. And I just moved. I went like that. I like stiff armed the camera away. I said, get away from me. Well, because at that time you're so heated. Yeah. You know, it's just like a reaction. I think, you know, like I just wanted it away from me. Give me two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes. People don't understand until you're in that position yourself and you're just so frustrated. And I needed two minutes. That's all I said. I said, you can film it. You can film me leaving. I need two minutes. Get away from me. There's the truth. Abby didn't suspend me. (laughs) Uh, And so I don't know why Abby did this. Maybe for the drama of replacing. Oh, she probably did this because Chloe was at the bottom and they wanted to have the dramatic suspended across her face. It's probably why they did it. And they wanted her at the bottom because then Brooke. Brooke could go over top of her and it would make sense because she's back on the pyramid. Like she wouldn't end up in the middle. Right. 
Right, right. Uh, but yeah. it's first time I think we've ever started at the top for the reveal. So Kendall's yeah. at the top and she says, this is Kendall's first time at the top of the pyramid. I didn't remember that, but I mean, obviously. And all of Jill's dreams came true. And I she know. lets out a, a hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Abby says, Kendall beat a lot of great people, including Chloe. And then she says, Jill, I think you made an enemy. I don't think Christy can handle your nine-year-old beating her 11-year-old who is a national title holder right now. I think you need to watch out. She loved rubbing that in, first of all. Oh, absolutely. Meanwhile, Chloe got beat all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why Kendall beating her was such a big deal. No. And that's the thing is, the kids lost all of the time and it was not, it was just part of life. Yeah. The only one it was a big deal to is if Maddie got beat. Yeah. And then that made it into a huge deal. And so what I really couldn't handle was the amount of hot pink rhinestone crap Abby <laughs> yeah. had on her wrist. Did you see all of it? Uh, she had the bracelet and the watch and the rings and the nails. I mean, it was like, it was blinding when she held ugh. that hand up. It was terrible. And later, I think Kathy shops for rhinestone crap for her. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then next is Maddie. And Abby says, I'm not going to tell you you are amazing. I don't think you are. Uh, okay. And then Nia, you went out and your arms were pretty. You started off strong and you fizzled. <laughs> <laughs> you were strong though, Nia. Just go by that. Just stop right there. Exactly. You don't have to say anything else. That's enough. Build you up, then knock you down. Uh-huh. All in one sentence. Yep. And then Paige. Paige, Abby doesn't want to have to go over things multiple times with Paige. She wants Paige to get the choreography on the first try because that's normal. Most people just get it, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Ben McKenzie, tell me what you did because I heard you were in the audience watching. Then I saw you sleeping in the dressing room. You were like dead weight coming with us. We don't need you there. Okay. We were in those dressing rooms for what, 12 hours? Yeah. Did Mackenzie close her eyeballs during our lunch break? How did she? <laughs> I think Abby's point of that was they're paying her to go away and she isn't doing. Yeah. Did she do a dance last week? I don't even know. What was last week? Pink Lemonade. Chloe did a solo. Kendall did a solo. I don't think Mackenzie did. Yeah. So I, I think that was Abby's point was like, you need to start being in the dances because you're going away and taking up space and you're not mm-hmm. performing. Okay. Then I got you. All right. Then last is Chloe. And Chloe made a mistake. I told you all not to drop your hat. She dropped her hat. And somebody wrote in permanent marker across Chloe's face. Wonder who wrote that. This is sick. This is sick behavior. (laughs) Like, who does that to a 10-year-old kid? At one point, don't they have the big round circle with a line through it for somebody? I think that was you. Yeah, I think it was me. Yeah. I think, and I'm not 100% sure, but they tried to get a quote-unquote mugshot of you. Yeah. That was (laughs) not my mugshot, but yeah. You (laughs) go ahead with that. Did you get a mugshot? I don't know if they took one or not. I know I got fingerprinted, but that was about it. I remember because you were pissed because your fingers were inky. Yeah. And you didn't want to touch your dress. I don't think I had a mugshot. I think that's why they had to make one up. And I didn't actually go into jail either. No, you didn't. I would pay copious amounts of money to have a recording of the conversation you and I had when you pulled me from jail. (laughs) (laughs) It was was the funniest shit. It was so not a normal jail. (laughs) 
I'm like, well, I've got the girls with Lucy Hale. And you're like, I'm wearing $1,000 shoes sitting next to somebody who stabbed someone. You're like, I can't even adjust my dress because I have fingerprint. It was just ridiculous. Meanwhile, the people that arrested me, they were like fan, big fans. <laughs> oh, God. Whatever. We'll talk about that when we get to season four. Yeah, exactly. So then Abby goes on to talk about my behavior and how it's deplorable. So proud of her with that big word. Yeah. Somebody told her that. And she says that Chloe and I are suspended. She doesn't want me near the studio. I'm an embarrassment to the ALDC and everyone else on the team. Has she seen other people's behavior? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. All righty. Uh, now we hear that we're going to Wild Dance Intensive uh, in Detroit. And Abby tells us that Kathy's going to be there this weekend. And the minute we hear Kathy, we have to immediately go to Jill because we know those two have this heated hatred. Yeah. And Jill's like, I can't believe Kathy's coming this weekend. I really wanted to revel and enjoy that Kendall, I'm surprised she didn't say little Kendall. My little Kendall's yeah. at the top of the pyramid. She's going to get special attention. But now I have to deal with Kathy, the Wicked Witch of Ohio. <laughs> So then you ask, when can Brooke be on the pyramid? And why isn't she? And then she goes, as a matter of fact, and she whips out uh, Brooke's picture and she shoves it right on top of Chloe. Which was so mean. Of course. That was definitely their way of, I mean, I, I think for the past couple of weeks, they've been trying to figure out how to get Brooke back on because Abby won't like kiss our ass and be like, oh, Brooke, I want you back. So that was like the easy way for them to of course, get her back. Also, I don't even know why Brooke wasn't on the pyramid. Still to this day, seven weeks in, I don't know why Brooke's not on the pyramid. I don't either. It's the dumbest, dumbest thing. Probably just to piss me off. Yeah, but I also think that they put Brooke on top of Chloe like that to create additional conflict between oh, us. Oh, absolutely. Between us. Yeah. Yeah. And you notice, I, I when they go to me and I like make a face like I'm disappointed, but I didn't say anything. No. And I told you that this season I stopped saying things because if I would have said stuff, then it would have been a whole mm -hmm. big thing about it. And I was trying to be quiet and bite my tongue so they couldn't make it into a big ordeal. Oh, yeah. Like you even made like a yikes face. You were like, ooh. Yeah. Like not, it wasn't a mean face. It was like a yikes. Yeah. Like why would they do that? But if I would have commented on it, it would have oh, made it a big story. And so of course. I just bit my tongue and shut up. There were times when you and I would have a conversation off camera. We would be like, we're not talking about this. Yeah. Like those costumes. Remember the skimpy costumes? Which, yeah. When that episode comes up. There's a couple of times we're like, don't say anything. We're not fighting about this. Yeah. Because that's how they make it into a big mm -hmm. storyline. Yeah. When we talk about it. Yep. Uh, so now Abby does the group assignments. And she says everyone, including Mackenzie, is doing a contemporary group called Avalanche. And Abby points out that they're down one dancer, so they can't have any weak, weak links. And she gives Kendall another solo. She's like, Kendall, you're doing another solo. It's called Masked, which I have so many comments about when we get there. And not about Kendall, but just about the stupidity of making a child dance with a prop. Yeah. It's ridiculous to have that kid dance with a prop like that and try to hold it on her face while she's dancing. Again, they wanted it to fall or her to drop it or whatever. Of course. So it would be another story. Of course, of course. But I was like, this is dumb. That's literally what I wrote. And then Nia and Paige get assigned a duet, The Wild Child and The Wallflower. Is that the first time they had a duet? I think so. I think so too. But how about the name of it? I know. Wild Child, of course. I thought it was cute though. I thought it was cute. Because yeah. you always did say Paige was your- Paige was your, my wild child. My flower child. Your flower, flower child. Yeah. yeah. 
So then Abby says to Nia, last week you thought your good wasn't good enough. This is your chance. Don't blow it. Yay. And then she says, Maddie, you're doing a solo. And she says, don't be so elated. It's like default process of elimination. I need somebody that's going to win. And you can bet that one of Kathy's boys is going to be doing a solo. And then we see Melissa in her giant hair helmet say, (laughs) it's been so long since Maddie's had a solo. And she hopes the added pressure of going up against Kathy's all-boy team doesn't rattle Maddie. I think she's going to be all right. What do you think? I think so. And I am pretty certain that Maddie has been working on this solo for the entire time time that she she hasn't had a solo. Yes, absolutely. There's no doubt about that, which I'm going to bring up when we uh, talk about Sophia. Okay. Okay. So then Abby says, everybody needs to be outstandings. Moms, we can't lose. We won't lose. And she says to the girls, if you go out there on stage, screw up and we don't win, I might replace everybody. If I can suspend Chloe, I can suspend you too. Does everybody understand? Kathy is not going to get the best of me with all these boys. Now, Abby does not have the power to suspend those girls, but those girls think that she does. Yeah. So it's so stressful on them. A teacher tells you something like that. You believe them. Even if we say, don't worry about it. Yeah. But they still see Chloe not there with mm-hmm. suspended rotin over her face and Brooke over top of her, you know? So they're like, my mom might be telling me that Abby can't do this, but look, she did. Right. Right. You know? And those girls look exhausted and miserable here. They all look like they're pale. They look tired. They look rough around the edges for sure. So they start right away with the duet rehearsal and Abby explains that Paige is the wild child and Nia is the wallflower. And Nia says in her interview in the duet, I portray a character with a personality similar to my own, someone who's shy and quiet. I don't remember Nia being quiet and shy. I don't either. I was going to say that, but I'm like, well, maybe I just, cause I've been around her. Like I don't see her as quiet, but I still don't see her as quiet. Mm-mm. Maybe just in comparison to Paige directly. To Paige, yeah. I don't know. But I was like, I wouldn't call Nia quiet and shy, but okay, we'll go with it. So upstairs, you guys are up there without me. And oh, one thing I do have to say is, so Nia and Paige have a chair in their duet. And I was like, I wonder if chairs give Kelly anxiety. I know. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you want to talk about props. Paige always had a prop. Yeah. At least she could dance on her prop. She wasn't always holding some shit. But like even the one time she had like a balloon. She was holding a balloon. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. They didn't show that. But yeah, yeah. like she always had a prop because it was always something for her to screw up. Yeah. <laughs> well, last week, Chloe screwed up the hat. So we're good. Yeah, she screwed. They probably were hoping Paige did it. But don't worry. Chloe got the 20 back that week. She's got her back. Okay. So upstairs... You say to Holly, you're like, I wonder if Nia's excited about the duet. Holly's like, she's thrilled, but she's nervous. And then Holly goes on to explain that stress can sometimes trigger a relapse with Nia's pain management disorder, even if she wasn't injured. So I think this is the first time in the show we hear from Holly that Nia suffers from a neurological disorder called reflex neurovascular dystrophy, or RND. And there's a direct correlation from RND to stress. So when Nia's in a stressful environment, Holly gets very concerned. And then I laughed to myself at this because I'm like, I'm thinking a reality show is not a good choice then, Holly. Yeah, I'm thinking (laughs) Dance Moms is about as stressful as you can get. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm not shading Holly in any way, but that no. was just a funny thing when she said that. Yeah, I'm like, because there, there's nothing in my life that has ever been as stressful no as way. those four years. No, no. And then Holly says that kids who are perfectionist, overachiever type of personalities are more predisposed to R&D. And then Melissa goes, oh God, I'm surprised Maddie doesn't have it. And I wrote, LOL, always about her. And the very next minute, I have to open my big mouth and be like, <laughs> Melissa, it's not always about you. No, you can shut up, Melissa. <laughs> Does everything have to be about your child? Uh, I just wish Christy was here because she would have something funny to say that would make us all laugh. Uh, but I was crap because I had no idea you said it. Yeah. And I wrote it oh, down. You weren't there. Yeah. Right. And I don't remember the episodes. And then the very fucking next word, you're like, shut up, Melissa. It's not always about your kid. Uh-huh. So I was laughing. And then you look at her like disgusted. See, I'm still sticking up for you and you're not there. <laughs> uh, now, Holly tells us that R&D is something that Nia may have to deal with for the rest of her life. And Melissa points out that it's been two years since Nia's last flare up. And I was like, I wonder if Melissa is being like, no, she's fine. Or she was trying to be encouraging. I don't know. I think that would be hard because there is no injury. Mm-hmm. Of course. But you still are feeling the pain. Like I, That would be hard. Of course. I don't think Nia, and I have no idea if this is true or not. It's just in my recollection. I don't think she's ever had a flare up like she did, like when she was little. Not that I know of either, but I don't, I don't know. No, I don't either. But just to my knowledge, but I could be wrong. Um, but then you say, well, please don't make it happen over a duet. There's nothing stressful about a duet, Holly. Yeah. Like I would not have Nia being sick over a stupid duet. No, but Kelly, we're going to find out later that there's plenty to be stressed out about a duet, <laughs> duet later. Later, we will. And then Holly says, it's not the duet. Nia likes the idea of duet. It's the idea of failure. Okay. I mean, I get that. Yeah. Well, you're with Paige. So yeah. <laughs> chances are... Something's going to fail. Maybe she wouldn't be so stressed if she had Maddie in the group. Oh, my God. Abby would never let Maddie in the initial. No. Are you kidding? Or a duet? I don't, did they ever? No. Oh, I mean, not that I'm saying when I was on there. Yeah. I don't know about later on in the season. No, I don't either. But I could only imagine how much Abby yeah. would fought against that. Again, not my opinion. I'm just telling you how I knew Abby was. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then in Studio A, Abby's frustrated. She's yelling at Nia. And then Holly says, like, Abby's negative reinforcement won't help Nia's situation. No comment. And then Jill (laughs) asks Holly about Nia's toe. And then Holly's like, I took Nia to the emergency room after dance the other day uh, because Nia, you know, had discomfort. She had injured her toe, but the doctor said it wasn't fractured and Nia would be fine. And then Abby says, you need to get your brain in your head. I'm speaking English. You know English. Let's do it. Get your brain in your head. Could you imagine if Holly had said that to somebody in the classroom? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. She'd be fired. She would be fired for sure. Could you imagine if you said some that to a coworker in a board meeting? Get your brain in your head. I'd like to say that a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're off to Canton, Ohio, and we see farm animals. We see horsies. Yeah. So drink. Uh-uh-uh. Keep your cup up because Kathy's wearing fur. Double dip. Double sip. Mm-hmm. So then Kathy's talking to her boys team and she's like, how did you feel about the results from last week? And the boys are like, we were ripped off. And then she says, you really dropped Abby to her knees. And she goes, well, 
She's not able to drop to her knees, but maybe her cankles shivered or quivered. Oh my goodness. We see uh, Kathy's perfect pyramid. And I wrote, she's so cheesy. Because it's still a pyramid. She has a row on the bottom and one at the top. And the person at the top gets the solo. So it's the same thing. It's just not different levels. I almost think that's worse. Because everybody's on the same level and then there's just one above you. At least yeah. like... You, you have a chance of being second or third. Yeah. We, we have a hierarchy of losers. Yeah. Well, you're just not an automatic loser. All right. So then Kathy says that Brandon has amazing technique. She says Jalen has moved to the middle. And then she says Lennon has extensions to die for. I agree with you. Yeah. Legs are gorgeous. So then Kathy refers to Gino as her hot young lad for Miami. Yeah. <laughs> and says he's doing a solo. And then we see a picture of Gino's dad, like a clip of him. And I'm just like, I wrote, oh, that dad. That dad was a lot. Like when he came to our team, he was a lot to deal with. I, I think the other one, though, was even worse. Who was the other one? The kid, Jay, is it Jalen that did the spins on his head? His dad was very. Oh, that's the one who's going to get and fight with Abby. Yeah. Yeah. He was very boisterous and a lot. He was a lot. I didn't have much experience with him because I wasn't there for this. He was a lot. Well, and then Kathy says, number two tries harder, so I need game faces on. We're not a dance team that takes their hats and curls come tumbling down. We're an army. And then Mickey, who's Gino's dad, goes, ready for war. Everybody chuckles. <laughs> so now we're at Holly's house and Kelly, the only thing I can think of every time is the I picture? see Holly. Yes. <laughs> I know. That tiny picture every time. I have a huge wall. And then in her hallway, she has a huge picture on a teeny wall. <laughs> so the whole time she's sitting there talking to Nia, I'm like, please get a wide shot so we can see that picture. <laughs> talking to Nia, you know, the mom that she is. She's concerned with the level of pain that Nia's experiencing. And Holly asked if the pain reminds me of when she was hospitalized because of her R&D. And then we hear that three summers ago, Nia woke up in excruciating pain and she couldn't walk. So Nia had to be put in a wheelchair. She was hospital bound and it came on suddenly and Nia was basically out of dance. I think Nia was out of school too. Like she was in the hospital. And then Nia manages her pain really well on a regular basis. But if she's in a stressful situation, it can become inflamed. I remember we ran into, I had Chloe at Color Me Mine in Shady, Squirrel Hill. And uh, Nia, Holly had actually taken her out of the rehab center for her birthday. And we ran into them there. Oh, really? Yeah. Because she was like out of dance. We hadn't seen her in so long. Yeah. Yeah. That's so hard. I remember when Brooke got her foot ran over. She wasn't allowed to dance for like a year or something. But it, it's just like, it's such a big part of their life. Mm -hmm. And to think that like, they might not be able to dance again. You yeah. Know? Like, it's just like, yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's. I fortunately never went through anything like that with Chloe, but even like the small injuries, you're just, you're like, oh, we really take this for granted. Yeah. Um. So then Holly asks what's stressing Nia out and Nia admits that she's afraid that her best might not be good enough. What's funny to me is I'm like, I wonder why this week was so stressful for Nia because it's every week that's stressful, it seems like. Yeah. For whatever reason. Uh, and then Holly encourages Nia not to give up. And she talks about how she works hard, her determination especially considering her past challenges when she was in a wheelchair. And then Holly says, we didn't know if you were ever going to dance and now you're up dancing. You owe that to herself. 
you know, and she means not to give up. Yeah. And then she tells us every day Nia wakes up and proves that she's a fighter and she's a kid who wants to live every moment of her life to the fullest. And then she starts talking about the duet and then Nia gets really excited. And she says, I see that light in your eyes. You look happy. You look excited about the duet. I think for a moment you forgot about the pain in your foot and you remember the joy of dancing. I'm proud of you. Aw. That was see? sweet. Yeah. Yes. What happens when you're not being scolded? Yes. But if, like positive. Yeah. Positive reinforcement goes a long way. Kel, did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? Uh, it happened to me. Okay. So we're two out of two because my hair is definitely thinned as well. It's nice to know though, that you're not alone, right? Thinning is normal and Nutrafol actually helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. From postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles, and no matter what your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician-formulated using drug-free, science-backed ingredients, so you get the most reliable results. Go to Nutrafol.com to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism throughout the whole body health. Nutrafol is now available in a vegan formula. Their newest supplement is formulated for women ages 18 plus with plant-based lifestyles who are experiencing signs of hair thinning. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth by taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code BAR. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code BAR. That's Nutrafol.com promo code BAR. So it's now the next day. We're back at the ALDC. The kids are rehearsing Avalanche and we see upstairs. Holly wonders what I'm doing with my free time because I'm not stuck in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, I'd be taking a bubble bath. With a glass of wine and some candles. And and Christy loves herself a bubble bath. So I'll even send you a picture from the bubble bath. I I know. (laughs) I know. Thank God there's some bubbles. Covering certain things. <laughs> you wanted to see my boo-boo. Yeah. You know, that boo-boo still hurts. I didn't want to see your boo-boo. You sent me your boo-boo. You needed to see my boo-boo. That was a vicious boo-boo. I look like I fell in a well. Meanwhile, I fell in a hole. <laughs> and then Melissa goes, I would be taking some cooking classes. And I'm like, ugh. And I wrote, she's full of shit. Melissa, yeah, Melissa did not cook back then at all. No. Like, at all. No. She cooked less than me. Yeah. She was always a Chinese delivery or a pizza yes like that was her cooking yes and she said i'd take a cooking class and i'm like and jill looks shocked and you go oh god yeah and and not because i'm negative about a cooking class because i'm the one that loves to cook like i would have loved to take a cooking class it's just melissa saying that that's what she would be doing because i know she doesn't cook yeah that i was like this is she's full of shit she just wants to seem like she's taking a uh-huh. cooking class yeah and then abby in the group says for god's sakes She's like, in the group routine, the girls are buried alive. Yay. (laughs) We have these sharp little ski bunnies trekking up the mountains, 
rappelling down the mountain. Somebody misses a step. There's an avalanche. And then everybody drops like flies. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have such good storylines. And then you guys are like, oh, there's a new step in the choreography. Because we did a new step. And it was where they, I don't even know what it's called, where they like jump and their legs like crossed in the air as they were turning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what it's called though. It's like the only move that we did in the dance that was new. And you guys are like, it's a new move. It's a new move. It's a new move. <laughs> excited. Everybody was so excited. And then Melissa goes, watch out boys. The girls are coming to get you. And uh, Jill hopes that they'll be candy apples um, two times in a row. This cracks me up. So Abby's like, uh, we need the prop. We need the prop. And Jill and Melissa almost break their ankles running downstairs. Trying to get, to get the prop. Yeah. Who could be the first one? How, how do we get it? Like, we can do it. We can do it. And then Abby tells us we have this large, white, heavy wooden prop. It's going to serve as our mountain. At the end of the routine, the survivor of the avalanche runs up the top of the mountain, looks back at all the people that are no longer with her. Okay, first of all, the prop is this big. (laughs) (laughs) It does not give mountain, okay? It's giving, like, bunny slope. Yeah. And and it's like... I don't know. I would have thought she would have changed it a little bit to be more like a a mountain. It kind of looked like step. Yes. With the little railing things coming down. Yeah. And I didn't really pay much attention. But when they are doing the dance, as I was watching it, because I forgot she said this, I was like, oh, I bet everybody's going to die and Maddie's going to be alive. But it was Maddie at the top of the mountain. (laughs) Absolutely. Meanwhile, it was like an acro dance. Yeah. Like, usually, like, Brooke would be the acro. Mm Mm-hmm. I was cracking up though. Like I was like, this is not a mountain. So Abby is uh, talking to the girls and she's like, you're trying every which way to get up the mountain. I'm just not getting anything from you guys. I need a kid that's going to think outside the box. They're not allowed to choreograph. Exactly. (laughs) You have to do the choreography exactly the way you get it. And she's like, I need clever children. And I'm like, no, no, they're probably so fucking like, do I, don't I, do I, don't I? Like, they don't know what to do. Yeah. So then Paige shimmies through, like, her and her little skinny body. Jill goes, look, oh my God, Paige is the only one skinny enough who can fit through (laughs) through there. (laughs) And then Paige is sitting on the floor and you go, look at how beautiful Paige is. Even dead. Even playing dead, she's beautiful. (laughs) She is. But I wanted to smack you because in the last text, you had a fit because she was dead you could have said she was beautiful there i I had a fit because she didn't do one dance step at least in this she's dancing and then she's just dead for a sec like yeah (laughs) she's just dead for the other one she's dead the whole damn dance (laughs) god she's just dead for a second (laughs) (laughs) and then abby's i guess she's telling gianna because she's like we wanted somebody to be found like they were dead i asked and she's d who is the makeup artist who i could make blue and d said Paige would be the easiest just because she's the fairest and you're like oh i don't want her to be blue god of course not (laughs) and then we hear abby say it's about time you got back here and i just want to point out she was never really there. So how's she getting back there? Who? Well, this is when we see Abby oh. saying to the girls, Jackie and Sophia, they walk in. And Abby's like, listen, I want to hear all about everything. But right now we have a group routine to do. And I'm down a person. So you're in the group. Sophia, welcome to the avalanche. And then Abby says, I didn't know that Jackie and Sophia were in Pittsburgh. But I told Jackie that Sophia was always welcome to join the ALDC anytime they're available. 
She has an open invitation, Cal. Must be nice. Yeah, because you're like clawing your way. As your own students do not. <laughs> yep. That I guess Jackie comes upstairs and Holly's like, did Abby know that you were coming back? And then Jackie's like, we've been trying to come back for weeks, but something always comes up. And uh, she was really worried that Abby would be disappointed or upset with them. And then Holly's like, no, you're good. Anytime you're here, <laughs> Abby's going to welcome you with open arms. And uh, you're sitting next to Jackie. And so I'm cracking up at this because you're like, Sophia does things like movies and commercials. And I've been wanting to get some time alone with to ask her for some of her contacts. Maybe I can contact them and see if they'd be interested in my kids. Ellie. Oh, God. I'm assuming this could be a pickup, maybe. I, I'm assuming <laughs> it was because that is something not, you know, I would have never asked her that. No. I, I would rather have shot myself. I know. So I was very entertained by that. Because next, Jackie goes downstairs and you like chase after her. Like you follow her down the stairs and you guys are down in the costume shop and you're like, oh, you know, I've been meaning to call you. <laughs> Meanwhile, I never had her phone number. And you're like, Brooke likes to sing and Paige wants to model and you just want to get their names out there. So you're asking her, she has some contacts in LA. And you're like, you know, she's a nice lady. And I think we have a lot in common. You both want your kids to do more than just dance. And I'm thinking to myself, you have a lot in common. Did you ever wake Brooke up at 4 a.m. to stretch her? Uh, no. Right. So I don't no. know how that might be like just the we want to do some stuff outside of dance. But I was uh, laughing at I that. I was not. That was not me saying that stuff. That was them telling me what to say. Are you saying that sometimes reality is fake? Oh, yeah. Well, because. Anybody that knows me knows I would not say that to somebody. Kelly, I can't believe that you're telling me that sometimes things are set on reality shows aren't <laughs> real. You're like, yeah, this week's been hard. You've been fighting with me. And then uh, you're also like, Maddie hasn't had a solo since you guys were here. And you say that like Melissa and me have something to lose by Sophia being there because she's a threat to our kids. I have to say, Jackie played her time on Dance Moms perfectly because she does not say one shady thing. Negative, she yeah. does not come off mean. But she was smart. She's She's been in the business. And she's watched the show. Yeah. I don't know. I would have been smarter if I would have known a lot of things also. Of course. And she's like, I don't think they should think that way. She's like, yeah, we have to go to lunch. And you're like, sounds good. We still never had our drink. But it's cutting back and forth between you guys talking and then upstairs and Jill's like, where's Kelly? Is she smoozing her new BFF? And then she's like, I think Jackie's taking Christy's place. I think Jackie was trying to take Jill's poof's place. Yeah. She had enough. Yeah, yeah. But but do you see that whole thing of, um, like, they probably told Jill to say that too. Of course. About her taking your place. Because they're they're leading up to our big fight. Right. You know, they're they're making it so... It's hyped up. Well, and then Melissa goes, can Jackie be Kelly's drinking buddy? And I'm like, that's rude. Yeah. We are more than just drinking buddies. Yes, Come we on. are. And then Jill goes, I guess Kelly doesn't want us. And I'm like, yeah, you guys are duds. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are boring. Like, she needs me. She needs somebody fun. So now we're back at Candy Apples and there are farm animals. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Mm-hmm. Kathy wants to dazzle more than last time when the boys performed. And she's like, the group has elements, jazz, hip hop, acro. There's a lot of personality involved in the routine. The boys are all looking at a magazine that they got. They dance with a magazine and they're ogling over this girl that they wish they could have as their girlfriend. That That's just wrong. Yeah. I'm like, this, this feels very. I, I mean, they're like 10, aren't they? Yeah. This just feels gross across the board. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, would this fly in 2023? <laughs> it has an ick factor to it. 
And then Kathy's like, we're ultimately telling a story with this dance. And these are the kinds of dances that are usually the most captivating. And then she's like, the team's already bonded despite being new. And it's fun to be surrounded by dance dads. So they're rehearsing and Kathy's like, you were good, but you weren't great. You guys were a tenth of a point better than you were before. And then she's like, I want you guys to go get lunch. And she's like, get some rest, get some sustenance. And I'm thinking like, we don't even get a snack. (laughs) (laughs) They get get a snack. Yeah. Although Kathy did say last time that we had breakfast and she didn't. Now I find that hard to believe. We did not have, I don't think we were ever served breakfast ever. Ever. Unless we went down like at the hotel for like the continental breakfast. Like that's the only breakfast we would get. I think there might've been a time when something happened at the hotel where like the water was out or something. So they didn't serve breakfast. So like they did have breakfast sandwiches for us or something, but it wasn't like we got breakfast. Yeah. When she was talking about that, I'm like, I call bullshit. Yeah. So now we're back at the ALDC. It's three days to competition. And Jackie and Sophia arrive. And Jackie tells us in her interview that when she arrived, she found that Abby wanted to give Sophia a solo. And she's like, I know Sophia can pick up choreography and she'll be fine. But I'm worried if Abby does give Sophia a solo, there would be tension. And I don't want to have that. So again, I can almost guarantee you that they were like, we want you to say, like, can Sophia learn it in time? And she's like, nope, not saying it. Yeah. You know? She's like, she'd be fine. That would have made her look Mm -hmm. below. Yeah. But we had to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or we were dumb enough to, I should, maybe. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, are you glad to be back in Pittsburgh? And Sophia's literally like, "Mm." like, she was not thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, are you uncomfortable that Abby's planning to take somebody else's solo? Oh, she says she's uncomfortable. And then Jackie tells Sophia, like, you let Abby handle it and you just apologize to whoever it gets taken away from and just make the best of the situation. Focus on doing your best as opposed to winning or losing. And Sophia's like, I only ever focus on doing my best. And then they're like, come on, let's go stretch. And I'm like, can we please watch five minutes of them stretching? Because it's wild. You guys need to see it because it's wild. Yeah. So now we're in the upstairs mezzanine and you stole one of Jill's wild leopard shirts. Did you see that shirt? That black with the little, yeah, I like that shirt. No, it's all, it was like, it had sheer leopard sleeves with the rhinestone collar. Yeah. I like that shirt. Well, it's a little wild for you. I like it. Yeah. All right. I did like that shirt. You're the wild child. I am. You're the wild one. You're wild. You didn't like my shirt. You're rude. You hate everything I wear. Although, fair. (laughs) <laughs> so you guys are watching the duet rehearse and melissa says something like oh i'm surprised abby's letting nia sit pigeon toed and holly said you know nia's been complaining about her foot hurting not so much that she can't dance but enough to be concerned it's so funny how we have to qualify everything we're like no no she can dance yeah like don't take it away but her foot does hurt and then holly says as a mom you can just tell when something is a little off with your child i see that nia's been favoring one foot over the other since the last dance competition and then Melissa supposedly gets a call from me. Yeah. On what planet am I calling (laughs) Melissa? Notice they didn't have her answer. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking that maybe I didn't really call. I'm thinking not. But you're frustrated because you're like, you don't even return my calls. But see, that's what the whole fight was started over. Because you wouldn't answer my calls. That's why they make, they're still bringing it up, like, to piss me off that she called you, you called her and not me. I could probably promise you within, I don't know, an inch of my life, I did not call Melissa in that moment. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, we'll go with it. 
And then you say to uh, Holly, you're like, when you had an argument with her, at least you said something smart back to her. Like, don't talk to me that way or something. I just sat there. And then Holly's like, maybe Christy just thinks of it as business. I think Christy separates the two. Business is business and friendship is friendship. I'm assuming Holly's talking about the show, right? I mean, like Christy's thinking like the shows with pissing her off, but friendship is separate. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense there. But we're setting the stage for me to come back. You say, I'm mad Christy hasn't called me back. I keep reaching out to her, but I get nothing and it hurts, which that's fair. Yeah. So then Jackie walks upstairs and asks about Jill, who's missing. And then you're like, oh, she went downstairs to see Abby. So now in Studio A, Abby is wearing a headband and Jill's wearing fur. Chug, bitch. What is that shirt that Jill is wearing? No, it's like sprinkled with fur. Sprinkled with fur. It was sprinkled with fur. Abby points out that Maddie's solo is done, but Kendall has only learned 40 seconds of hers. And I just want to stop Jill and be like, Jill, Maddie has been working on this solo for three weeks. Yes, it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Come on, girl. It's done, perfected. Every little finger is put in place. Every face is choreographed. Like, yeah. Come on, Jill. Get with the program. But Jill does say, Maddie always gets more rehearsal time. It's just a given. She always did and she always will. Yes, facts. <laughs> which is funny, which is why it's such an, like, a contradiction that she's like, Kendall's isn't done. No. <laughs> but I, it drives me crazy because when it's Kendall in this position, Jill says it. But when you and I say it, Jill is like, we're the most horrible human beings because we're saying that against Maddie. Meanwhile, we're just saying what is really happening. Yes. But Jill sticks up for, listen, Maddie, and then whenever we say something about it. Yes. I mean, well, it's the same situation. Exactly the same. Right. Well, because it affects Kendall. So, yeah, you know, that's why. when it affects my kids, then I say the same thing. Yes. But it's not okay for me to. That, to me, is a huge, and there's always going to be exceptions to this rule, but... For the most part, we were the only two who would stick up for each other's kids until later, maybe. And like, there's a situation where Holly gets mad later, 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 like after we're gone, nobody sticks up for Nia. And I'm like, I don't recall anybody sticking up for my kid except for you. And I would stick up for kids. But I remember a lot of people just being like, mom's the word. And people saying to me later in later years, I wish I had opened my mouth. I'm like, yeah, it sucked. Well, I mean, there's lots of times, like that fight you guys had where Abby hung up the bottle of wine and you were taking my kid beat your kid or whatever. Like I'm the one taking Maddie and Kenzie out of there. Come on, girls. Yeah. But I never got that in return. No, you're just jealous. Abby, now Abby insinuates that it's Kendall's fault her solo isn't finished because they have to keep going over things in the solo rehearsals. That's what a rehearsal is. You're learning. Again, she's saying the same thing that she said to Paige. Yeah. Yep. And then Jill says, Abby, don't go there. Kendall will learn the number and she'll do it to the best of her ability. And every one of those kids learn their numbers and end up performing them. Yes. I don't know why she makes such a big deal about it. Here we are. She's going to say, this is a big week for Kendall. She's on top of the pyramid the same week that Maddie gets a solo. Sophia comes back and we're going up against Kathy. It's too much pressure for Kendall and it shows. And then Abby says, Maddie's just good. Jill, give the kid credit. And this is where Jill starts losing her mind because this is like. Because Jill knows she's been learning the dance for three weeks. Yes. And Abby is saying this on TV that everyone's like, Maddie's just great. And Jill's like, we know she's good. And Abby's like, she's smart. Nobody ever wanted to say that Maddie wasn't good. And nobody ever said she wasn't. I I don't think anybody ever meant to say that. But again, you don't have to tear our kids down to build her up. And she's like, you know, Abby's like, she's smart. And Jill said, you know what? So is Kendall. Yeah. Yes. 
And Abby's like, well, then Kendall, I'm telling you once, do it wrong in rehearsal. You're going to do it wrong on stage. And then that's what Abby's basically telling her, like, I'm not correcting you anymore. So Jill goes back upstairs and she's frustrated. Jill says hello to Jackie, you know, and then she starts telling you guys about the conversation. And she's like, it's a lost cause because Abby only focuses on the fact that Maddie remembers everything the first time and holds it against the other kids when they don't. No, she doesn't. She learns them just like everybody else. But Abby won't say that, you know? Yep. And then you go, oh, Abby's full of shit. (laughs) I'm so blunt. (laughs) Well, then Jill's like, that's such horse shit. And then she said, Abby thinks that all the kids are idiots except Maddie, which isn't fair. Yes. And she's saying it on TV. And, and it's not fair because those kids perform every week. Every week they learn one or two numbers every week in a couple days. So now Abby is in Studio A with Kendall and she starts telling Kendall they're going to finish her solo. And she notices that Kendall's crying and she's like, oh, crying again, the baby of the group. I thought it was Mackenzie, but it's you. She always used to tell Kendall about crying. I know. And Jill's like, don't call her a baby. Then don't fucking pick on her. Correct. Like, don't make her cry. And Kendall's looking up with those eyeballs And Jill's going like, don't cry, don't cry. And then Abby goes, you know what? I can't have a kid crying and doing a solo. There's no way. I'm not teaching you, Kendall. It's disrespectful to me. You get a solo. Other people didn't. You're boo-hooing. It's ridiculous. But it's not disrespectful for Abby to say to a nine-year-old, you're not smart enough. Uh Uh-huh. Like, who's the one being disrespectful? Yeah. Like, you're the one that made her cry. You made her cry. And also, zero accountability. Zero. I mean, I guess that's what you just said. So then Melissa goes, oh, why is she crying? And Jill's like, are you kidding me? Did you not just hear all the shit that Abby said? And then Abby's like, Kendall, get yourself together. And she starts working on Sophia's solo. And Kendall like bursts into tears when she goes into the dancer's den. And like, I felt that because it's hard. And you know, whenever you're upset and you're trying to hold it in. And then you're just like, then you just like lose it because you've been trying to hold it in. And yeah, I I get you, Kendall. Yeah. I've been there. My kids have been there. Like we get it. Remind me on the after show. I'm writing it down. So I remember I'm going to tell you something that I was just learning about repressing emotions. It's really an interesting thing that I think applies to all of us, okay. um, especially the kids. So yes, Kendall bursts out crying. And then Jackie's like, I don't like this. And she's like, Kendall just left the room crying. And Holly's like, Jackie clearly isn't used to Abby's methods. Uh, yeah, this happens like every day. And she's like, when Abby was yelling at Kendall, you she could see that Jackie was uncomfortable. Maybe that's why and Jackie and Sophia aren't here all the time. Uh, they just can't take it. And they live in California. Yeah. And they're smart. They come when they want to and when it's convenient. And also... Because like, let's tell her, they didn't have a contract like we did. No. Like, that's why they could come and go and, and do their things. We could not do that. Uh, no. Trust me. Trust me. And also, no, Jackie doesn't know Abby's teaching methods because she doesn't dance there. She's not her teacher. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. All right, so... Now the girls are rehearsing Avalanche. You guys are upstairs. And Holly goes, they look like skiers because they have on their little hats. And then Jill goes, yeah, what are they supposed to be? How can they be frozen blue if they have hats on? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if an ambulance or avalanche falls on you, Jill, I'm thinking the hat ain't going to help. No, but I'm just cracking up watching this scene because like we talk about this shit like it's normal. I know. None of these conversations are normal. Normal. We're assholes. We're such assholes. We are definitely assholes. Yeah. I don't know why people watch the show because I would watch it and be like, these people are nuts. So nuts. 
I absolutely 1 million percent understand why people watch this show. It's like embarrassing. Like I, I was just out the other day and somebody asked somebody if they had seen the show and it was a guy and he's like, no. And I'm like, he's like, oh, I'm going to have to look it up and watch no, it. No, please like, don't. Please don't. <laughs> like it's like humiliating. I'm like, please do not watch the show. And if you do, I am nothing like I am on the show. I tell people all the time, I'm like, I like you better if you don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> because you're always apologizing. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because you're always, we're, we always look like the assholes. Yeah. Well, look. We were the assholes, but. However, I would say that we wouldn't have people all over the world stopping us and telling us that we're icons if everyone thought we were assholes. Yeah. So I'm going to give us a little pat on the back. Okay. Thank we're you. not always assholes. Just sometimes. Halfway assholes, part-time assholes, part-time <laughs> assholes. I'll take it. All right. So Abby's telling the girls that Sophia is doing a solo. And then all three of you guys turn at the exact same moment and look at Jackie. It was like you guys choreographed it. Oh, yeah. It was one, two, three. Every head turned at her. And Abby's like, Sophia's solo is going to pl- take the place of Kendall or Maddie's because she only entered two solos at the competition. And then Jill's like, you know, I'm not playing Abby's games. She's frustrated that Abby didn't give Kendall a chance to look good. Kendall had five minutes of rehearsals before Abby screamed at her and made her cry. And she thinks I'm a freaking idiot. Okay, so I have a question. Because we're definitely, after the next scene, we're going to get into like this whole big thing that isn't shown that I want to ask you about. But who do you think, if Sophia had stayed, would have not had a solo? Maddie. I do too. And they would have made it out like Abby was the hero, not giving Maddie one. But Maddie would not do a solo because Abby would be afraid of her losing to Sophia. Correct. And that was when Chloe had to do the first solo against Sophia. I told you, somebody said when they walked past the desk, Abby goes, oh, Maddie can't dance against Sophia and lose. Look like Looks like Chloe's going to be the loser mm-hmm. and gave her that solo. But I think that they were definitely going to set it up for Jill to fight for it. Oh, yeah. And then it would have been like, fine, Jill, you get the solo. Maddie, you don't. I'm the hero. Abby's going to give it to Kendall. She's being nice. So everybody can say, oh, I'm not favoring Maddie. I'm taking Mm -hmm. it away from Maddie. But there would be a reason that was the reason why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all knew that. Yes. Okay. So now we go to Canton and Kathy is in a clothing and furniture store, which is such an odd combination. And Kathy is wearing this wild cheetah print fur. So have a drink. And Kathy's bopping around. She's talking to Vivi about Gino's solo and the theme of the group dance. And God bless anybody who ever gets Vivi on camera. They all need Emmy. <laughs> I love a Vivi moment. I know. She's so funny. She's so funny. So at the competition, uh, <laughs> we were just talking to someone who said, their biggest regret in life is that she didn't get the vacation with Vivi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So at the competition, uh, she doesn't just have to beat Abby. She also has to beat Abby's popularity. Correct. Because, you know, Abby had the girls and the girls were popular, which I think Kathy says later. And Kathy needs a little tissue because she knows is very sore here, which she told us that she was very sick this week. Yeah. So then Kathy goes, hey, it's stupid for the boys not to have an imaginary girl in the group routine when there's a studio full of girls at Candy Apples. And she goes to Vivi. Do you want it to be you? And Vivi's like, nope. Vivi's like, no. no. <laughs> she was very quick to answer. She's like, nope. And I'm crying at that. Aren't so funny. She's funny. And then Vivi just shrugs. She's like, me. And so Vivi's like, or Kathy rather says to Vivi, well, who would you suggest? And Vivi's like, Ayla. She would have said anyone. She would have been like, grandma. Yeah. I don't have to do it. They definitely told her who to say. Right. But then like a 50s villain, Kathy goes, 
Well, that's a bright idea. Have you ever <laughs> in your life said that's a bright idea? No. Hysterical. So then she goes, even though Vivi isn't a woman of many words, I can tell whether she likes something or not. And then uh, she goes, who do you hope that Gino gets to compete against? And Vivi says, Maddie. And then Kathy goes, Maddie's a good turner, but can she do seven or eight turns like Gino? And then she's like, maybe we can shop by Abby something. Maybe we can find her a cheap piece of jewelry. <laughs> well, she better go over to the plastic rhinestone crap section. Yeah. She's looking for Abby. Not a little boutique store. Mm-mm. She needs to go to the, what? where do we used to go in New York? Like the garment district. That's yes. Where. All right. So now we're back at the ALDC and there is one day to competition. And Nia and Paige are rehearsing their duet. And upstairs, you guys are talking about Jackie and Sophia being gone. And we need to drink because Jill's wearing fur. God, it's winter. Everyone's wearing fur. Just chug, chug, chug. And then you go, all right, ladies, our team's getting really small. And Holly goes, it can't be us. (laughs) Never, not us. And uh, Holly wonders if Jackie and Sophia left because of a job. And Jill's like, well, maybe they're just late. And you say, I wonder why they didn't say goodbye to everyone if they knew they were leaving the night before. I'm going to finish the scene and then uh, we're going to talk. And Jill goes, she doesn't really belong here. No, she doesn't. And Holly goes, I still don't understand it. Jackie seems uncomfortable with the whole situation during Kendall's rehearsal. It was evident. She was like, I don't do this. And Jill said, why would she? She doesn't have to. This isn't her studio. And Melissa rolls her eyes and then Melissa turns the conversation to the duet. She's like, I really like it. I think it has a lot of personality. And then just so we all know, personality is code word for not a lot of choreography. (laughs) Correct. I mean, is that true? Let me do a fan kick over the. Yeah, but I feel like we would say that if a dancer kind of like it, we'd be like, it has a lot of personality. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because we don't want to be mean and be like, it sucks. 12 years later, we'll tell you on the podcast. Sucky Dan, so it had a lot of personality. And so Holly points out that when Abby was initially choreographing the duet, she made it known that she didn't like the music, the style of dance, and it basically had disaster written all over it. Okay, before we discuss Jackie and Sophia leaving, can we please just take a moment to the fact that Jill is wearing the squirrel vest that Tanya Harding wore? (laughs) fuck is this bad <laughs> look i wear all kinds of wild shit on tv but did you see the movie i tanya where her mom i did not see that oh kelly stop everything and watch it it's it's hysterical but tanya wants a fur coat like the other skaters so her dad or her mom i don't remember somebody kills a bunch of squirrels out back and makes her coat out of them. Oh my. And that's what this coat looks like. It looks like a squirrel vest. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) And let me tell you, there is no doubt in my mind, Jill paid a lot of money for this coat. Oh, yeah. I love that Jill wears all this crazy shit because it gives us something to talk about. I do too. It adds some funniness to our podcast. Instead of just bitching, we get to laugh at her. And sometimes Jill will roll in with something. Like when we were at the casino that night that we were all dressed up, she had the most gorgeous fur stole on. Oh my God. It was beautiful. Or maybe it was a little cape. And she also has a like a Burberry wrap that's all trimmed in fur. Now, Burberry doesn't do fur anymore. It was gorgeous. She bought it years ago. Yeah. So I there are things I love. But I mean, then sometimes I look and I'm like, this shit does not photograph well, Jill. <laughs> I know you paid a lot of money for that shit, but it needs to stay off camera. <laughs> 
Well, we used to always say she just dressed young. Yeah. Remember, we used to always say, I think she borrowed, like, Riley's outfit or something. Oftentimes, you would be like, I just bought that for Brooke. For Brooke, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she would yeah. have it on. Mm-hmm. All right, so spill the tea, because I was gone. I don't really know much about it. I just think that she did not want to be involved with it, and she got up and left in the middle of the night. So what I recall you guys telling me is I think you and Jill got a hold of her and told her, that the whole story arc was going to be that Sophia was eventually going to be get beat by Maddie. Oh, because that would have been what would have happened. Eventually, yes. But I think at this point, though, it still would have been Maddie would have been told. Yes. But then I think at some point. Oh, they were going to bring up the hype. Like, like they right. do. they're going to bring up the hype that, oh, like, you know, is Maddie going to beat her? Is Maddie? And then that would have been the last thing of Sophia was Maddie beating her. Correct. But I do think that she was like, absolutely not. I'm not, my daughter's not losing on TV. And you guys were like, oh, that's what's going to happen. And I think that that's when she just got up and left. Yeah. So, you know, I don't understand why somebody couldn't come on and think that, I mean, my daughter's shown every week, like she can't remember a dance or whatever. And meanwhile, she does every week. You're not a permanent cast member. Why should you be allowed to come on and only be allowed to win? Mm -hmm. And my daughter's a permanent cast member. And every week they make her look, mediocre. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree with you. I don't get why people think that that's okay. Well, I think because they were always like, oh, it was like everybody. I mean, not that Sophia, I'm not saying Sophia is not amazing. She would have kicked everybody's ass, like all of our asses. Of course. But you sign up for a show. But you can't sign up for a show and not take the good with the bad. Right. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because we had, a, I had a lot more bad than I had good. Mm-hmm. And I still had to stick around. I couldn't leave in the middle of the night. Correct. But I do think it's funny that you guys got a hold of her. <laughs> Like, you know what? I would want somebody to tell me. Exactly. I was just going to say, it seems as though, like, Abby would be like, oh, you're chasing them out. No, you were simply telling her what the... Like, this is going to happen. Like, I've been here, you know, the middle of the third season. I know what's going to happen. 100%. And and I mean, Krista, you and I could basically... Predict? Say what was going to happen before it happened. Oh, I could tell you, based on what happened at the competition the week before, what was going to happen the next week. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. And and that's one of the reasons why I have a really hard time watching reality because I can sit there and I'm like, I know. I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. I think we were talking about The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And I'm like, I can't watch shows like that because I know mm-hmm. like that was a pickup. Yep. Or, you know, that was, you know, an interview after. Like the, an OTF. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, it, it's weird to watch it when you know that kind of stuff because you look at it totally different. And you're like, oh, so much was cut out leading up to that. They just showed that poor girl looking like a maniac. And yeah. like, you didn't see the 17 hours leading up to that. Yeah. So, and and I have a really hard time. I don't mind The Bachelor and The Bachelorette too, too much because I think everybody knows that it's like so produced, but it shows like housewives and mostly housewives, but I would say like, I don't watch Vanderpump, but like shows like that, that are more formatted like ours. Yeah. I can't watch it all. I'm like, I don't watch any of them. That gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. I don't watch any of them. The dance mom clips that come up on my social media give me anxiety. Yeah. Just to go back to like the whole Jackie and Sophia thing. Like I wish somebody would have said to me. Oh yeah. Dumbass. Get out of here. And I mean, it wasn't like we were trying to be mean to her. I, I was trying to help her. Oh, I don't think you're trying to be mean at all. I yeah. think you were like, listen. But people might be like, oh, she's like, she just wanted to get rid of her. I, that was not the point. I was being nice by saying, this is what freaking happens here. Uh, absolutely. 
So, Abby says to Nia then in Studio A, your mother came to the store last night and gave me this big song and dance about your foot. Do you need to have your foot looked at? I mean, is it hurt? And Nia's like, yeah, my foot does hurt, but I can push through the pain. And then Abby starts asking Nia details about the pain. And then Holly upstairs goes, oh gosh, Abby MD now. I have to go down there before she tortures and interrogates this kid. And all I can think is grind down the hip bones, Brooke. Grind down the hip yeah. bones. <laughs> grind them down. Oh, yeah. Grind down those hip bones. And then Holly goes into Studio A and she tells Abby, you know, I have to take Nia to have her foot looked at. And Abby's like, yeah, it looks like there's some bruising there. Holly says, I don't want you to think that she can't do the stance. And then Abby says, in good conscience, if that foot is bruised, if it really is injured, I'm making it worse and I don't want to be part of that. Okay. She made Paige dance with a broken foot all the time, with her boot on. That was exactly my point. I'm like, what about Paige in the hip hop number with the boot? Because nobody would have noticed if Paige wasn't in that hip hop dance. Exactly. And there's many weeks that people aren't in, like just like this week, Chloe's not in it. Exactly. Exactly. So then Abby dismisses, what? <laughs> Abby dismisses Holly and Nia. So that Nia can go get cleared by the doctor. Holly's annoyed. She's like, I'll get you the clearance because I know that she'll be fine. And then Abby's like, this duet with Paige and Nia is already a hot mess. Now Nia's foot is bothering her and I'm going to add an injured dancer to the mix? No way. If the routine isn't perfect, she's going to pull it, especially since they're competing against Kathy. And I'm like, Abby just wants this dance pulled. Yeah. There's no way she wants this dance to go. No. So in the dancer's den, Holly, Brooke, Kendall, Nia, and Paige are all talking. And Holly and Nia say that they are going to the doctor. And Brooke gives Nia a hug. And I think it was Kendall goes, oh, I thought she was just yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing like how the kids are just so like. They're oh, like oblivious. Just, yeah. But thank goodness. Of course. Yeah, of course. Thank goodness. Because they would have like lost their minds more than. Than they have. Yeah. Paige is like, I hope Nia comes back with a clean foot. Uh, because if she doesn't, we can't do our duet. And then they go and leave. And I think. This is a perfect place for us to wrap up this half of the episode because this is a really long episode. Yeah. We've already been an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. And there's a ton to go because that competition is insane. I have so many pages for the competition. But I think what we should do before we sign off and go over to the after party is since there's so much that happened in this front half, let's do, did you have any felonies or misdemeanors in this half? I don't think so. Do you? I think your your misdemeanor was when you were like, I'm going to get some contact <laughs> for my kids in LA. <laughs> but I didn't really do that. I know, but it was maybe, just so maybe funny. I, I'm going to say I, my misdemeanor was maybe pulling Jackie aside and saying like that they were going to have her set up to lose. I don't think that's a misdemeanor. I think that's a but I, I public mean, service act. Yeah, but some people might look at it as, nah, I think that's you know, fine. All right, who, what was your favorite line so far? God. Did you have one? Mine was in the second half. Yeah, mine's definitely in the second half too. I mean, there's plenty to choose from. I think though, when Jill said, how can they be frozen blue if they have their hats on? <laughs> what a dipshit. <laughs> and uh, what about outfits? Who's at the bottom of the pyramid? Maybe Jill for her squirrel vest? Yeah, the Lovata Harding vest. Yeah. That's definitely the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. I needed no drinks so far. Well, of course not. You're not I'm in it. I'm not in it. It's the best episode of Dance Moms yet. I don't think I needed any either. Uh-uh. It, it was very low key. Very, very low key. 
Now, we know you guys get mad when we cut episodes in half, but we have to because this one is so freaking long. It actually ended up being over, I think it was like an hour and five minutes when it aired instead of 42 minutes. Yeah. So you're going to get like two long well, episodes. I mean, this here. one was an hour and a half, this episode. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, look, we need to give the purse beating or the purse smack heard around the world the attention that it deserves. Yes. Yes. We can't rush through that. No. There's a lot to get through. Holly yeah. loses her mind. I mean, look, there's plenty. So <laughs> we will be back here next week to discuss the second half of, so far, my favorite episode of Dance Moms. Oh, be quiet, <laughs> bitch. You don't even say anything. You're fine. You're safe. You're I'm safe. behaving this season. I see that. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to go now over to the after party. If you have not joined our Patreon yet, make sure that you join it so you can hear what comes next. Uh, that is patreon.com slash back to the bar. And we are going to go over and have a little chat, answer some questions. And um, yeah, just keep this party going. Yay. So we will see you back here next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just wanna dance, dance, dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.